You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the High Hopes Podcast. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! Another edition, Jack, of the the High Hopes podcast. The name. You sure? The name. Ironic in itself, Jack. Uh, Irony itself that uh, this is the High Hopes podcast because the hopes are not high right now, Jack. What a what a, an abysmal performance. What an embarrassing performance. We came into the season saying, all right, 60 games, that tough schedule, all that BS. And But you know what? They got to handle the Orioles. They got to handle the Marlins. One series against the Orioles this year. This is it. They're done. See ya. Good time playing the Orioles. They freaking swept us jack like and in an embarrassing fashion the worst loss in forever in game one just a boring unlucky loss in game two and then a, a, a shellacking tonight like I, I dude i'm super annoyed i'm super annoyed with this team right now i'm beaten down you should i mean you should be beaten down uh, like they're just so bad. They're just so bad. And it, it's not – like, the starting staff's pretty good. Um, and, and, and the thing that's most frustrating – I mean, there's a lot of things that are most frustrating. But, like, outside of, outside of JT and, and Bryce, it's like, it's like the offense is just brutal. Um, so, so this is credit to Johnny Heller, who I, who I, who is fantastic. If you're a Phillies fan and you're not following Johnny Heller, you're making a mistake. He tweets out all kinds of great stat. Well, I guess great is probably not the word because a lot of times they've been telling us how bad our bullpen is or whatever, but they're really, he's really good at finding good nuggets and good stats and all that type of stuff. So great baseball guy. So outside of outside of JT and Bryce, their their total team numbers are two thirty, three fourteen, three eighty one, and a six ninety five OPS. Man, Jack. And it's just like how the like I thought. Honestly, I came away really impressed with the Orioles this series. Like definitely better than I thought. Uh, yeah, uh, I, of course, but still. Well, you got to factor in who they're facing, right? Yeah, I mean, you're factoring exactly. in. I mean, this, like, this. come on, man. I, let's say just the average Phillies fan, not obviously the high hopes listeners who are smart baseball fans and all that, but I mean, even some listeners, I'm sure, and a lot of, I mean. The Orioles have a bunch of guys that no one has ever heard of, man. I mean, it is as nondescript a team to get swept by. The, I mean, Rio Ruiz is is dominating. I mean, like, 
I mean, Pedro Serena, Severino's crushing it for him. Renato Nunez. I mean, it's a bunch of Austin Hayes. I mean, at least he had some pedigree, but it. Yeah. Well, it, I'm, I've never been more terrified of a hitter in my life than Hanser Alberto. I mean, them, all of them. It's crazy. Yeah, they just they they crush us all. They crush us all all series, and I, I always felt like they were going to just get get a hit when they needed to get a hit. Like honestly, the. the they look like the better team. I mean, that's uh, there's like, no they just question. Look, they which were is the which is which team. is which is insane. How how do you listen? All right, we've talked. All right, listen, we've talked <laughs> about Matt Matt a lot, but you have a two hundred million dollar payroll, and you just got blitzed by the Orioles at home. You're, you're pitching a a, a a position player in the ninth inning of a, of a game where you're getting blown out. Your two best prospects just came up, and everything after that's just like whatever. Like the bullpen, the bullpen area is like over ten now. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> after like, a night, what, it has to be because it was in the not high nines. What is that dude still doing here? Like, like which would that Jack? Be, that could be like uh, talking about fifteen people right now. But it's like, what? Are, what are we? Are we? Are we serious right now? Like, are we? Are we serious with this baseball team? Like, you just got trounced at home by the Orioles. Like, how about we make? How about we shake things up a little bit? I mean, you're gonna fire. Hopefully, you're gonna fire Clemson at the end of the year. And I was worried about how 60 games is gonna save his job because you can't accurately uh, uh, break down his job this season in 60 games. Well, that's just completely thrown out the window. It should be thrown out the window because this team's a freaking joke. I mean, th- th- there's no way you're gonna tell me that Matt Clemson. If Matt Clemson has a job next year. I hope John Middleton sells the team. I, I like there. There is no singular like honestly. Brian Colangelo is better at this job than than wow. freaking Matt Klintak. I mean, I mean, I would rather have Chip Kelly running my football team than 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 <laughs> Matt Klintak. He is so he is so objectively stupid and he's so bad at his job. He, like, give me one person. Like, tell me one thing. He his best trade might be for Jose Alvarez. Like, no, a, the Jay blind... Bruce trade. The Jay Bruce trade is best trade. But regardless, well, I mean, what are we talking sweet, about here? Sweet, exactly. sweet, sweet. We we traded absolutely nothing. I mean, the JT Real Muto trade. Uh, uh, anyone could have done that. Uh, Bryce Harper wasn't even him. Like every single bullpen addition he's brought in is is garbage. I there's just why, why does he still have a job? Like he, it, it, it's I, I swear on my life, I could run this baseball team better than Matt Glenzak. There is a, there is no doubt in my mind. Like how, how does someone who sits here and watches this every night continue to get paid a full salary? Is beyond me. What does Andy McPhail do? Should Andy McPhail be the objective overseer of this franchise and kind of be the uh, eyes and ears for John Middleton? No, he can't even do that. So they brought in John Middleton to do that basically last year with Charlie Manuel, like. Like he, he can't even trust the guys that are below him. What is Matt Klintak doing here? And, and and how can you look at everything that he's done and still send him a check every week and say, "Good job, you did it again, Matt. Nailed it. Get off uh, off of my franchise. Like just get away. Get away from my franchise. Never come back. I just have no interest in him." Ever stepping, he shouldn't. He should not be allowed. He should not be allowed inside Citizens Bank Park ever again. Never again. He should not even have a parking spot. They should make him park at 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 the Jetro lot and walk every day. He is such a disaster. I can't. Every time I try not to think about Matt Klintak, I end up thinking about Matt Klintak, and it makes me. Like, just want to take a fork and stick it in my eye. Yeah, dude. Uh, so I'm 
obviously on the same page with you. All I've been saying on the radio all week is how it is 100% on Klintak. And look, Middleton too. Let's not let Middleton off the hook here because he's the guy who's allowed Klintak to stay around. Like, what is he doing? We all knew Klintak wasn't good enough. We were calling for his head last year. And yet he he gave him a contract extension. He kept McPhail around after if we don't, we don't. He fired Gabe Kapler, hired Joe Girardi on his own, and still said, Matt Klintak, come on back, buddy. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, for for... Like, it doesn't make any logical sense for a smart person, uh, you know, and we assume John Middleton is a smart guy. I think he's a smart guy to keep Matt Klintak around. Like, it is jagged, absolute insane. I was listening to Ruben Amaro Jr. doing the the rain delay with Jim Jackson for a bit, and I was I was reminiscing about Ruben. I was like... Man, oh, no. I we're would not, take we're not doing Ruben that. over Matt Klintak. No, That's no, how bad no. Matt Klintak is. Klintak is a complete and total disaster. He is, uh, again, like you said, just I, I can't believe he has a job. And I am praying that this, just because it's a 60-game season, doesn't mean it's going to keep his job. This bullpen is an abomination. I mean, we're talking about, like, look at teams like the Marlins. The Marlins are playing with a... a team that's half taxi squad at least for a, a period of time and their bullpen era is like seven runs less than the phillies like what is that that's crazy man like how is it and to your point about the the payroll of this team i think it's seventh highest in baseball this year like they have they are spending that much money and yes look we want them to go over the tax all that type of stuff that's on middleton but at the same time like matt clintack it's not like he didn't have anything to work with and, and, like, talk about teams like the Indians, the Rays, all these teams that year after year after year after year churn out prospects, sign smart contracts, are frugal with their money, and spend nowhere close to what Matt Klintak gets to spend. And every single year, they contend. I mean, there are, like, six guys in the Indians' bullpen who are better than anyone the Phillies have. Like, Jack, like, why is it so much easier for all these other teams to do this? It's because they have... Smart people running their franchise and the Phillies don't. Like, that's what it comes down to. Well, dude, I mean, my my main takeaway from the Orioles this weekend was, like, every one of their guys barreled up the baseball. You know, up and down the lineup, it was aggressive. It was, like, it was a style of baseball that I want to watch. Like, it is it is aggressive. It is jumping on first pitch fastballs. And they seem they really seem to have an ability to consistently barrel the baseball. And when I watch the Phillies, it's like JT and Bryce. Like that's pretty much it. Like Kutch looks I mean, Kutch has had some had some hits this series against the Orioles and, and look like he's kinda of climbing out of it. I still think Reese is climbing out of it. I know everyone is like so ready to move on from Reese and I mean I, I get it, he's been brutal. I'm I'm just not there yet. Um um uh, like Didi's even gone back. Like Didi's one of those players, and I, I think we talked about this when they signed him. He's just such a streaky player that he'll be like the best player on earth for a week, and then be terrible for a week, and then be the best. And so this, he's going through one of those down streaks right now. But what I saw from the Orioles, you know, they weren't. This is going to sound so old man on the cloud, but it's not all trying to launch everything. It's 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 playing station to station. It's it's being a, a line drive gap to gap hitter versus just trying to launch everything. When I watch the Phillies, it's like 
it's like they're just always playing for the home run, and they're and they're instead of getting some guys on, moving some runners over, and 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 and, and trying to barrel up baseballs, going to the gap, line drives, and and maybe sometimes they they crank one out uh, of the ballpark. Like they're playing a, a, a better brand of baseball than the Phillies are playing offensively. And yeah, JT and Bryce, JT and Bryce have been amazing. Amazing. But other, and we'll get we'll like, talk more about them, but like. Uh, it's it's actually a shame. Like I feel terrible. Like dude, we're we're wasting we're wasting a, a, a MVP two MVP yeah, seasons. They're I both mean, playing like MVPs legitimately. Like. I mean Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's stats right now are way better than they were in his 2015 season. His 2015 season is one of the seven best offensive seasons since like 1980. Like we're we're talking about we're we're witnessing what we signed Bryce Harper for. And James, the thing that that I don't know if you've noticed it, and I'm sure there's. There's a couple people that have noticed it, but doesn't he look visibly upset? Of course he does. Like, I think it's blatant. Yeah, but I think JT does too. They both look like angry all the time. They both look like they're playing with an anger to them and like a, um, yeah, a, a ferocity almost, where it feels like they almost have to do everything themselves, and they know that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, he's talking like Bryce talked after the game the other night about, um, you know everyone kind of has to step up and do their job and and it, and that, that like just in watching him he, he looks he looks almost exasperated like he's like are you guys kidding Wouldn't me you be i mean oh my god honestly he'd be a better gm than clensack i would rather have bryce of harvey of course the, at the, least the, the he, he wants to win like i don't even know if like again i don't even know if clentac likes baseball like i i don't know if he watches baseball i i it feels like he does everything by numbers and there's no feel to anything he does. I, I, well, it's not even the right numbers. It's like well, it's that's like the problem. Not even, yeah, and no, I'm not saying yeah, he's good. We're, at, we're I'm not, not even, saying he's good at the numbers. And like we're, and, we're getting freaking no no spin rate and and <laughs> no high velocities in our bullpen in the year 2020. Like what are we doing? He's just not here? equipped. He's not equipped to run a major league baseball team. Look, he, some people just are are in over their head. Matt Clentex in over his head. Question for you. Oh, though. Let me let um, me throw okay. something at you, and we'll get back to Harper Romito, and and obviously I think Clentax just going to be running three in the theme throughout the podcast. Uh, well, until he's fired, yeah, until he's forever fired. fire uh, fire Clentac. That is that is the official high hopes podcast. And granted, it hasn't for a while, but like emphatic, it is now fire Clentac in all capitals is the official position of the high hopes podcast. But I want to ask you a question because I think the other part of it that's been a thing and i think there are very varying opinions on it and certainly the bullpen itself i mean that's you know that is a matt clentac production from top to bottom but what culpability do you think girardi has in what we've seen so far this season obviously like uh, he is not at all in the roster i i'm not implying he has anything to do with the roster but in terms of look this team is – we talked about the intensity, the lack of that that we've seen, not just from Girardi but from the team. But they've also played like a, a little league te- team at times. And it's not just the Segura thing. I mean, we've seen a bunch of stuff like the Roman Quinn dive two ni- – like was it two out of three games or two nights in a row? I mean, diving for a ball he just had no chance at and letting extra runs in. And, you know, they just don't play good fundamental baseball. They don't – it doesn't seem like everyone's on the same page. I, you know, it's just – I don't know. A lot of the things we talked about, and granted, it's a weird summer camp thing, and you know, I, I think it's just a weird season, and I don't know how much of an effect a new manager and a new staff can have. But 
we haven't seen a lot of the stuff we were excited to see from Girardi. Uh, how do you kind of feel about Girardi right now sitting at five and nine? And, and what kind of culpability do you think he has in, and granted, again, the bullpen is what it is, but in terms of, of what we've seen and, and their play. Well, I, I hope he's watching a lot of Jack Leiter and, and Kumar Rocker tape. And <laughs> Dude, he's, he's... I, that was going to be the other open I was thinking for the pod inside baseball when I was going to do the yo and then go into and just say, Jack, who do we want with the number one pick? That was going to be my, my other angle on it. So, Yeah, unfortunately, the Pirates the pirates have us beat pirates, there for now. Not the Pirates, I don't think. For now. For now. We might catch him soon. Look, we're, we're playing um, some pretty bad baseball right now. So. Uh, well, at least we're having fun doing it, right? Uh, it's delightful. Not at all. It's delightful. Nope. There's, not, there's no great. other team I'd like to stay up late at night yeah. to record a podcast about. It's really it's really cool. Thanks, guys. It's awesome. It is, it, is, it is unbelievable that they've made me hate them, but we're here, and that's what we'll do. Um, honestly, like, so I, with Girardi, the, the in-game moves don't really bother me. You know, I don't think he has a reliable first guy out of the bullpen, you know, and I, and I, I don't really blame him for trying to – find guys that can do the job you know people are annoyed at how much he's pitched Guerra, and i get it but you have to figure out if guys can do jobs and that's what sucks about a 60 game season is that you know you don't have 162 162 games to just to figure out who can do the job and who can't do the job you have to almost figure out day to day who can do the job so you know i, I don't want to kill him too much over that because i don't think it's really his fault i mean he's dealt a pretty crappy hand with the bullpen but I, but i am disappointed in the ferocity of this team you know it doesn't feel like you know when, when i was down in spring training and and talking to the guys it felt like there's a renewed energy and we're gonna see this team scratch and claw and they did scratch and claw um in the game yeah the on, 10-9 game the, the disastrous yeah, the game. game the 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 one we will never forget when i the, the game where after it i, I tweeted that if we miss the playoffs by one game, that'll be the game we look back at and remember. That tweet won't matter because we're going to miss the playoffs by more than one game. So it doesn't really matter. But that was the one. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You never know. <laughs> no, look, you, never you know, know what the funny thing is? I mean, they're not. They're only like three and a half games out of first place in the NL East. Everyone's playing poorly right now. Right. So, yeah. And we're not, we're not playing taps yet. No, but, of course uh, not. They're certainly. I'm, I'm, I'm adding a little levity here, Jack. Well, you know. I think everyone needs that at this point because it's it's not great. Um, but yeah, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in the you know intensity from this team. You know, and I understand it can be hard uh, without without any fans in the stands. But like you're at home, you've lost what just five of six at home. Like right, like that's that that can't happen. And um, I, it, he does the Gabe thing where it's like, oh, this isn't a big deal. We'll go get him tomorrow. And I thought there was going to be a little more of ur- uh, a sense of urgency from this team, and there just hasn't been. You know, I thought they were going to come out um, after the, the the confusing game on Tuesday night, or was that Wednesday? Whatever. Uh, it was Tuesday night. I thought they were going to come out after the game Tuesday night and just blow the doors off that Orioles team because it just felt like, okay, we had that loss, but it's time to regroup and go after it. Um, and then last night happened, and that was brutal. And then, like, honestly, heading to the game tonight, I was like, they're not going to win. Like, and that's that's disheartening to be at when you're facing an Orioles team who has lost 100 games the last two years. But um, nevertheless, um, it, I, I just I can't kill them. I, I honestly <laughs> – and I know this sounds bad, but if I'm on that team and I see that bullpen come in, 
I, I almost feel like I would have no chance. So why would I get that fired up? You know what I mean? Like that's, I, that's, I, that's, dude, that, that's how I feel as a fan, Jack. That's how I feel watching these games. Like when the Phillies get off to an early lead, whenever that happens, I, I, I can't enjoy it. Like I legitimately as a, I, when I watch these games, I don't enjoy the leads because I know that, that it's coming. It's coming for us. And I'm sure the players feel that even on a subconscious level, like, how could you not, man? How could you not? Every single time these guys come in, they they blow it. I, it's I, I, so yes, I agree with you. Yeah, I just think I think honestly, I think it's seeped into the players' mindset, and they're they're like, dude, are you guys? Can we just get it out? You know, it was I think the ninth, and I and a ball's hit to the wall, and Bryce like ran right into the fence, yeah. and and it ended up being a home run. And I feel like he was he, he he just wanted to say like what are we doing here? Yeah. Like are you like I, I do wonder if Bryce is gonna kind of flip and go into Middleton and be like you promise better than this and I hope maybe he does. Less. That's the only hope we have right now. I mean, well, and that and that's why you know I, I love to kill Middleton because I think I just I. The whole luxury tax thing bothers me. As it should. But you can't. As, it should. Because it, of it how, should. how he fronted himself. If Middleton never came on WIP, never talked to the media, was, wasn't was around and was just kind of the owner and, and paid, it wouldn't be a thing. But he's the one who came out and had to, you know, you know, be like Mr. Big Shot and, and say all that stuff. We didn't ask him to say it. He said it. You can't say that stuff and not back it up. That's the problem. Right, uh, but my main point is that like he, this is a two hundred million dollar payroll, yeah. and that's and why for it's this team, to, more than anybody. right? I mean, but for this team to be as as bad as it is with a two hundred million dollar payroll, it's like, you know, it's disastrous. It's not, it's not this hard. It's bad, man. They could give you and I two hundred million dollars. I think we could we could Again, figure it out. Like like look at what the Rays the Rays do like fifty million. I mean the Indians like these teams don't spend money like the Phillies do. And yet they have no problem putting together not just competitive teams, but competitive teams year after year after year. And again, like awesome bullpens. Like look at the Rays bullpen. Look at the Indians bullpen. I mean, these, these, it's just so frustrating, Jack, especially because you think like a bullpen shouldn't be the hardest thing to put together. It's just, how do they have no talent in their system? How do they have no guys who can come in and just, get some outs like you had a good tweet the other night where it's like at least Rosso has stuff and and it's a great point because yeah Rosso has stuff he can throw hard and like there's so many guys on this team who are just I don't understand how they made it to the major leagues I don't understand how they're on a major league <laughs> roster seriously like how does Austin Davis get through the minors and like crack the majors Dude, and like pitching games how does that happen how is he still here why is he still here what what is he done? Why is he still here? Austin Davis shouldn't sniff a major league bullpen. Like maybe maybe when he goes to a game and he's and he's getting a hot dog, but in Ashburn Alley he can sniff a major league bullpen, <laughs> but not like real life. Like this isn't real. Austin Davis, Austin Davis is so he's just the epitome of this baseball team. I hate him. And it's not like I hate him, the man. I just hate, I hate him. him I hate what he, I hate I hate what he embodies. Yeah, sports hate. Every, it's always sports hate. We don't hate them as people. Every time he comes in, he sucks. Every single time. He's, like, why is he still here? Why is David Jones not on this roster? Like, bring him up. What are we wasting our time for? Austin Davis is the human embodiment of a waste of time. He's just a total waste of space. 
Also, JT after the game said uh, about the signed JT stuff. He he said, "Keep it up, guys." Nice. That's awesome. Like, can we just stop with and but talk about screwing this up? I mean, it's unbelievable. It's gonna it's gonna end up costing them like forty plus million yeah, dollars, and they had yeah, to because because cigar man cigar man wanted to stay under the luxury tax. It's unbelievable. Like, like no one really brings that cigar up. Like man. a couple people. Like no one really brings it up, but like it. This is the only reason this is freaking happening is because he wanted to stand under the freaking luxury tax. Hundred percent. That is like, the number. That is the exact reason. That's it. And now he's and now he's what forty games for free agency yeah. and and it's just like we're just we're just fine with this because Cigar Man says he wants to come out and get his effing trophy back, but he won't play the won't be the best player catcher in baseball to come back and stay and and never leave. And the best catcher in baseball is responding with having an MVP season, like. Like is this? Oh God! It's just like uh, how how is this happening? How is it even happening? How do you let well, this happen? Well, that's what that's again. It, it it's the thing that we know, and and it's the age old thing. Like it all starts at the top and goes down. If you have bad ownership, if you have a bad front office, and especially if you and I'm not saying Middleton will always be a bad owner, but right now he's a bad owner. He's allowing Matt Klintak to continue to do damage to this team. He has, again, like you just said, put them in a, a situation where they did not sign JT Romito for a, a ridiculous reason, especially when it's also the reason they didn't add a Blake Trinan or a Dylan Batantis or any of these relievers or even didn't keep Francisco Liriano. I mean, that's that's crazy to me that that was not a bigger story. Like, what are we talking about here? This bullpen, what we're looking at, and that they were just like, eh. We don't want to pay you. I mean, what what is that? What is that? Does this team care at all? I mean, this is a team that hasn't made the playoffs since 2011. 2011, Jack. And their owner came out and swung it around and was like, I'm the I'm the man. I'm gonna you're gonna love me. And and sorry, buddy, we don't so far. You know, do better. Hey. Hey, Branch Rickey never had this kind of offseason. <laughs> just shut up, man. Just shut up. Just stop talking, you know. Just just shut up, and no one will care. Just go away. Go away. S- spend your money. Use your cigar money. And, and just build a better baseball team and get a freaking real general manager. I mean, just literally, fu- you know, I, honestly – Back, I think I was thinking back to the uh, the Klintak hiring this week, and because uh, I because I, <laughs> I got sad thinking about if Haim was here. Uh, I mean, Haim could have been here in 2015. Yeah, no, he's one of the finalists. And if we if we had a podcast back then, and <laughs> you're telling me that we we signed a guy from the Angels who at that point had Mike Trout, they just signed Albert Pujols to like a 200 million dollar contract or whatever 300 million dollar contract. Um, and we're just absolutely headed nowhere. Like, wh- why did they even hire him? Like, look, was there something inspiring about what the Angels built? Like, the Angels have been wasting the best players, one of the best players in the history of baseball's career. And we just decided, you know what? He's going to come run our franchise now. Like, what was that thought process? Why did he even get the job? That Like, the, like literally... How about this for a comparison? He's building the angels. Like that's pretty oh much God. what he's doing here. Oh, Why no, is he man? Oh, no. what, was the, what was that thought process? It's actually I mean, a it's really just, good point. I mean the Phillies right now aren't any better than the Angels. Like 
And they just signed Tony, this Tony Rendon, and they have Trout, and uh, you know Dylan Bundy's had a nice resurgence out there. But like, I'm talking about, look at the freaking Angels from you know five years ago. I know I mean, it's uh, it, it's just very depressing, Jack. Like I'm really, I just, really I just, right now. like this sucks. This sucks. They just got swept at home by the Orioles. Know, like, handling, what are we doing like here? Like you said, the Orioles were the better baseball team. We were talking about like. The the lack of ferocity, which by the way, I agree with you, that's definitely my biggest complaint with Girardi. I don't look I think he's a little too obsessed with De Luis Guerra, who is, you know, thirty one years old and hasn't pitched much in the majors over that time, you know, the many years he's been in professional baseball for a reason. But whatever. Um I don't blame Girardi. He's got crap out there to work with to the you know, he's just going out and saying, All right, let's spin the bottle and see who's next. But um Talk about ferocity. I mean, how can you, you talk about no fans, whatever? Like, how can an Orioles team come in here, a team that had zero expectations, is a bunch of cast-offs, and, and they play with such ferocity. They played so much more. Nice one. They played so much with so much more intensity than the Phillies did. It wasn't even close, other than JT and Harper. I, I mean, ah, man, I hate this team right now. I tweeted during the, I think the second game, I hate the Orioles. I hate the Phillies right now, Jack. That's how I feel. I'm so mad at this team. Like, it just, it sucks, man. Because like you said, the starting pitching's actually been good. I mean, for the most part. I know Arietta wasn't great tonight, but he had a you know a couple nice starts. Eflin I got really unlucky. I thought he looked awesome at times the other night. Like, you know, it's been good enough. This bullpen is historically bad in the history of baseball it is one of the worst bullpens we've ever seen certainly up to this point and i don't expect it to get much better jack it's an embarrassment it's an embarrassment yeah and what i think what sucks the most is that the city's already starting to turn on them um and like it's just it's hard to build up it's hard to put all the guess the equity uh, in a fan base when you know the first ten games or thirteen games of the season you're just seeing <laughs> the worst bullpen you've ever seen in your entire life, um, and, and it's a shame. It's a shame. Like, and I, I'm starting to feel it too. You know, I'm just starting to feel apathetic. I'm starting to turn on TV and be like, all right, you know, let's <laughs> let's slog through another one. Um, well, especially when there's a team in this city that is. The the polar oh, opposite dude. of the I mean the, the I this Flyers team is is joyful to watch and they're dude. young ta- young talent through the roof they're coached so well and they're I mean like how could anyone want to watch the Phillies if the Flyers were on at the same time like I mean I wouldn't I have two TVs but I, like I would never choose the Phillies over the Flyers right now yeah gotta never lie to the high hopes listeners. And never will, especially not in these dark times, because I think that would build bad trust. But the Flyers were on TV one the other night. I mean, they were on TV one, and they should have the been. Were on my laptop. Me too. I know they should have been. I, I'm so I, I couldn't be more jealous of of Flyers fans. Yeah. Like the like people have really gone through it. Um, you know, because like this is how the Phillies were supposed to be built. You know, it, like the Flyers just have young dudes everywhere. Like, like no one Patrick's not even playing for the team. He's number two pick in the it's draft. A great like, point. What, he's not even three, three years play. ago. Yeah, and there's like a thousand young dudes. Like, including including like the youngest, best of all of them at the most important position in the sport. It's like crazy. 
Yeah. So are we a flyer? <laughs> are we officially a flyers <laughs> podcast now? Fly hopes? Can we call it fly yeah. hopes? Uh, well, at least Bryce is having an MVP season. Yeah. JT is going to yeah. be on the Mets next year. Um. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about a couple more specific things because obviously, you sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you sure. I mean, it, I didn't say fun things. Um. Uh, just just things. Uh, not fun things. recent cool. Kingery. Uh, where you at? Obviously, tonight. Uh, was the the um first night they both sat. Uh, which was welcome, even though obviously it didn't end up working out or mattering. But where are you at with these guys? Um, do you have any hope this season, at least, for these guys to to turn it around? Uh, there we go. I still feel good about Reese, and I know that sounds crazy to say and heresy. It sounds but... not heresy. It just sounds silly. But he's 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 been smoking the ball, you know. I understand. I understand he grounded some double plays the other night, but at least he's he's swinging early in counts, and I think he's starting to square up the baseball more and more slowly. I think he's slowly climbing his way out of it. I I really do. I'm not I'm not at the point where a lot of people are saying benjuries and play bone there. You know, I I I want to see give him give him two weeks. I just want to I want to give him two weeks. I I like the swings I've seen recently. I just want to give him a chance. Kingery, I am just praying that he's still like maybe feeling some side effects from from COVID because he just looks aw- like awful, awful. Like he's not even putting together like at least I think Reese is hitting the ball hard. I mean Kingery's not even hitting the ball hard. I mean he had one decently looking good hit against the Orioles that got into the gap that was fine, but like the defense isn't even <laughs> isn't even special. It's just he he just looks like truly truly awful. Um, and I'm I'm very worried about Kingery. Um, I don't know. They're both they're both just <laughs> not fun at all. Wow. So no, I think that I'm leads good. into. Uh, a poll that when I put it up, it would thought I would be in a much more fun, playful mood to discuss, but we got to discuss it anyway. Uh, Reese, I put up a poll. Who would you want up in a big spot most right now? Reese Hoskins, Scott Kingery, or Andrew Knapp? What do you uh, what What <laughs> do you think the correct answer is? And also, what do you think won the poll? Oh, it's nappy, right? It has to be nappy. That one in a landslide. Good. 67% of people, 22 for Hoskins, 11% for Kingery. Jack, washed my mouth out with soap. This, like, pain on so many levels. Andrew Knapp's the correct answer. I'd rather have Andrew Knapp up right now than Reese Hoskins or Scott Kingery. Jack. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Never a doubt. I can't, like, this is, I'm, like, actually feeling this physically in my body yep. right now, saying, like, the words coming out of my mouth there are physically harming me. That's that's because you doubted Andrew Knapp. <laughs> oh, my God. How's it, how's it, how's it feel? That's that's Look, that's a real shame. Nap's been good. Nap's been good. Nappy, but, but uh, it's it's much more an indictment of Reese Hoskins, Scott yeah. Kingery. Uh, I mean, like yeah. when Reese came up uh, in those big spots the other night, and certainly to start off the ninth, like I just feel like, like I can't think of anyone when he comes up with runs on base. I'm always like, he's the last person on the team I want up. I mean, Kingery obviously is the only other person. Wow, it's just wow. 
It just sucks. It's super annoying and depressing. No, but it shows growth from you because you're finally starting to realize that Andrew Knapp puts together a good A-B. And he's always going to put together a good A-B. He's going to call a good game. Um, he's going to put together a competitive bat. And I don't know. I think I think he has the fourth highest WOBA in like baseball right oh now. Oh, my God. I was, <laughs> oh, my God. He's a All monster. Right, let's move on. I mean, honestly, honestly, would it be the worst thing in the world if they let JT walk and just handed the keys over <laughs> oh to Andrew Knapp? I... I Oh my God! All right. Uh, so you're saying you you don't endorse that idea? I, there is there are a few things I endorse less. Alec Baum. Uh, Thank ha, God, ha. right? I mean, like, wasn't it? We, what a what a sham of a season this has been so far from the Phillies. Thank you for giving us something here. Well, wasn't it beautiful to see uh, a number twenty eight flying around the bases after a double into the left center uh, into the left left field corner left field line right yeah. down the it, line? It, good piece of hit, like. He looks like Worth, you know. I mean, it's honestly though. I, I in in uh, in a little real talk here for a second. They've clearly been working with his hands, you know, Ochart and the guys down there up at the at the taxi squad camp up in in Lehigh Valley. Um, and I, I think I, I I fully believe they've been telling him to watch JD Martinez because if I what I watched tonight was JD Martinez. Wow. I mean, and the and the fact that we're getting. Hopefully you're getting a JT, JD Martinez kind of guy at 24 years old and not like what 28 when JD Martinez broke out is great. But I mean, it was what we all expected. I mean, a guy that is going to rake here for a long time. Now I I don't think it's going to be the 40 plus homer stuff or 35 to 40 plus homers, which is fine. Like I think he's I I, I just think he's going to be a 25 homer, 300 close to a 300 hitter for 10 years. I, I just he, that's what he looks like to me. Because he he has a really good feel of the strike zone, he can go the opposite way. I mean, he almost hit two two homers tonight, you know, in his first his first game in the big leagues. I mean, I thought I thought the one in the seventh I didn't think was going to get out. Um, the one in the ninth I thought was legitimately either out or off the wall. So I just love him, um, and it, it, he looks like a guy. You know, there was a, a little birdie that had told me up at Lehigh Valley before he got. Uh, his contract was selected uh, to come down. Sources. I mean, like apparently, his, his last like five at bats, four of them were uh, at an exit velocity of over 100 miles an hour. So you know, it, what was annoying me with Bohm in summer camp was was like it was it was singles up the middle that were like barely squeaking through, and like I didn't want to have another Derek Jeter career. You know, I didn't want to have a boring slap hitter that's not that never won an MVP and wasn't even unanimous for the Hall of Fame. You know, I wanted a guy that was gonna just hit tanks. And honestly, the the first swing that that Boehm took tonight, I was like, wow, he's taking some hacks, and he was starting to swing hard. Um, so yeah, and and third base looks fine. You know, it wasn't like the the smoothest over there. And uh, can we just just spare me with the whole, you know, the first inning with the defensive highlights? Like, dude, he caught the ball and threw it to first base. You know, like that wasn't exactly like a, a referendum on his ability to play uh, third base. I mean, base. I think it was probably the greatest defensive play I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, he's the he's the next Schmitty. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, if Schmitty were better than he was probably yeah. correct 
But no, very, very encouraging stuff from him. And, you know, for as much as this season is not trending in the right direction, um, just the fact that we'll see Spencer Howard once every five days, you know, he's going to start tomorrow night. Thank God. Yeah, it was how great. I've never been more, and even he didn't pitch well, but I've never been more excited to see Velasquez come in in relief because I was like, yes, sweet. Yeah, we're going to have Spencer Howard and we're going to have Alec Bone tomorrow night. And, and and quick thing on Vinny, like, if you're going to be nicknamed Vinny Velo, can we throw harder than 93? Yeah. Like, seriously. I mean, didn't At least come in. Didn't in the first inning of the first start, it felt like he did. And then he's just, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't throw very yeah. hard. I mean, uh, I mean, I get, I get for, for Klintak, he throws 100. But for people that watch baseball, he throws <laughs> like 92. Yeah. Well, uh, um, look, I think that's a great point, especially if, and look to the, what we said before. I mean, the, a lot of teams make the playoffs this year. I think it's twenty five thousand teams in each league are making the playoffs, so they're, they're, it's not over. Um, but having Bohm and uh, Spencer Howard up definitely is something that we can look at and, and feel excited about past this weird sham of a season. Uh, my favorite Bohm take so far that I have seen. Shout out to my buddy Matt who texted. Bum actually looks a little like Fritz if Fritz stopped drinking and started going to the gym. I think that's fair. I know. Not too bad, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's fair. I mean, maybe if I grew a couple inches. Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, he's Jill definitely would, taller than you, too. Jill would probably agree, you know. <laughs> but here I am having a beer and doing a podcast about uh, Alec Bum. So, uh, um, so. We didn't really talk about the pitching is there anything you wanted to say about wheeler efflin or or jake uh my only my only takeaway from wheeler was that he's like rushing to the plate and that's what i was kind of talking about um maybe the marlins uh marlin series was that um like we'll we'll know when he's off and you can kind of tell in the sixth inning he was off he was just leaving balls over the middle of the plate uh jake lost his sinker you know when he loses a sinker he's gonna get crushed um, you know, you kind of see it coming because what he's doing early in the game was not what, what was happening in the in the fourth and fifth. Um, but 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 uh, Eflin's great. I love Eflin. I think he's like the fact that he's probably going to be our five in a couple of years is is awesome. You know, I I haven't really stopped thinking about a, a future rotation of of Howard Wheeler, Nola, McAble, and then him, and then I mean maybe factor in Kumar Rocker or Jake or Jack Leonard <laughs> Jr. But like honestly, the By stats the way, gonna be, Jack, the sta- both of those names, Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter, are both A plus plus names. Oh yeah, it's it, this is honestly, uh, it it reminds me a lot of the Garrett Cole uh, Bauer draft. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. I mean, Kumar was the Rockers, third guy was it? Uh, Danny Holtson was that the other guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, from Virginia. Look at that. Lefty. You like that pull right there? I I'm actually surprised. Um, <laughs> Well, because Danny Holson, like I'm shocked the Phillies weren't picking around that area because he <laughs> he's was like, like a perfect 80. Phillies guy, soft tossing like lefty, right? <laughs> yep, 89 and 92. But he, boy, does he know how to pitch. <laughs> and then Bauer and Cole <laughs> sandwiching. Or yep. Like, yep. Yeah. Yep. But he knows how to pitch, so that's all that matters. <laughs> oh my god. Um, uh, other than that, no. Like Brogdon, Brogdon's a guy that you can br- like. I don't know if you can bring him in with runners on base because he doesn't. Unless it's like that. Here's what I don't get: is why is everyone throwing so soft on this team? Like even Spencer Howard was 94 when he's usually 97. Vinny was 92. Brogdon's usually 96, 97. Um, uh, Wheeler's the only one that's kind of maintained his velocity. Nolan the same way. But a lot of the guys coming out of the bullpen that 
usually throw harder or their velocity is down. Now, maybe that has something to do with, um, you know, being off for the week. But it shouldn't really matter. I'm surprised that it, it, it's having this much of an effect. Like, I'm watching these guys come in. And I'm like, okay, cool. Here comes Vinny Velo. This should be at least 95, 96, especially coming out of the bullpen. And it's like 92. You know, Spencer Howard, I've watched him pitch a lot. It's usually 96, 97. He's 93, 94. So I, I wonder if it has to do with the layoff. And if they could start throwing harder, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. Um, I think we can say for both of us uh, quickly, uh, Roman Quinn, not a fan. Uh, Adam Hazley, get better. And they need to let Adam Hazley face left-handed pitching. We've got to figure out if he could do it at some point. Why not in this sham of season? Um, and also, it can't be much worse than Quinn. Uh, all right, Jack. Uh, obviously, we got your, your take bag coming up and all that stuff. But uh, my I've reached the end of my rundown, which which – ends and i saved it for last uh with one name and i you know i think oh, some no. people are wondering why we went 43 minutes into this podcast without I, I honest, mentioning this I, name no it it's over buddy uh what, what's the uh what's the official word man where where are you at how you feeling uh, uh. it uh, it uh, brand new pavetta is now old nick pavetta <laughs> very sad very sad um you know and he i forgot to when i was talking about guys stuff being down heading to the bullpen you know i i haven't seen his stuff ever look that bad as it did in his last appearance where he got shelled and subsequently i sat down the day after um we're dealing with it honestly i uh, <laughs> I, like the I, we, I the royal we there that was good I had uh, I had forgotten about it until you brought it up, and <laughs> that was thanks. That was what I was kind of hoping for. Sweet, sweet, appreciate it. Just when I was feeling, just when I was having some fun and smiling, <laughs> getting outside, you know, <laughs> he gets sent down. <sighs> You're it's happy. Over. You're good. Uh, You're fine. No, it's good. It's good. I'm like I had I had to take the one final, you know, everyone piling on. I mean, literally everyone piling on. Was and it the we're, biggest we're, one, like of all, like like the the dude, mentions? Because be. they're always flooded. Was this the the uh, like dude. just set them on fire type of thing? Yeah, yeah, and 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 then it was aided by the we <laughs> he held the lead, <laughs> which, which which to be fair, I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I thought that was an all time tweet. That was such a perfect thing to say in that moment i i i actually like literally like loudly guffawed i laughed very hard out loud when i read that tweet that's what well you know you you appropriately reacted to it there was many <laughs> there was many who uh, did not react in the <laughs> oh same way God, that's amazing i love that that happened it was it was a truly truly awful night um but whatever you know, he's going to go down to AAA and come back and save the season. <laughs> hey, man, it can't get much worse. Uh, they just got swept by the Orioles, and they got the Mets coming to town, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure they'll find a way to lose two of three at least to them. You, so know, what, you, you, know, what I can't, you know what I can't wait for is uh, Pete Alonso waking up this series. Like Pete Alonso's been garbage Yeah, just this like year. Acuna was till he got here. Yeah, 
Yeah, so I fully expect him to just completely go off. And, like, the Mets have actually been playing better now that Cespedes has decided to leave. So, um, you know, but it's I don't have a good feeling heading into the series. Uh, it's not really a take. I don't think anyone feels Dude, good heading into like the series. it's like we talked about before. Like, honestly, I – unless – something changes and they make some trades or something, which isn't going to happen. I mean, I don't where they completely bring up, you know, Damon Jones and other young guys and just see what happens or ever. But even then, like, I just don't foresee any point this season where we can watch a game and feel good about any lead. And that's, it's like a recipe for a not very fun season. Well, we're feeling it, buddy. <laughs> I know. We're sure. We sure are going through <laughs> you it. You got anything in the take bag? Yes, I do. Um, ba, 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 ba. Oh, Dick Allen. Yeah. Uh, oh, good point. What so yeah. well deserved? I mean, not a Hall of Famer, which is the criteria usually. Well deserved. He should be in the Hall of Fame. I think this is, I think this is a good move by the Phillies. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I think the whole uh, got to make the Hall of Fame to have your number retired is kind of stupid when you've lost 10,000 or what 11,000 games now um how about, how about we just honor the great players in the organization yes. before we get all high and mighty with the whole you have to make the hall of fame to have your number retired here um and it should open up the door well first off i think dick allen's probably gonna get in what this year or next year to the hall of fame you like, mean yeah, it seems like he's trending in good, that direction. Good, so. with like a veteran, the, whatever the veterans committee is called now. It's like I the mean, modern it, day it, committee or whatever they call it. If if Harold Baines can make it, I mean, I'm I, sure I mean, Dick, Dick Allen, Allen is is ten times the player Harold Baines was, and Harold Baines is in. It's a great point. Um. So yes, I, I think he'll get in this year anyway. But anyway, this should open up the door for Utley, Howard, and Rollins and Hamels. Uh, and not Hamels. There's no freaking what you, way. What are you talking about? How could you put the other three in and not Hamels? Because, dude, because those guys were truly greats. Cole Hamels is not a true great here. He was a good pitcher, but he was a footnote in, in, in this organization. <laughs> dude, he was a World Series MVP. I don't care. He was the World Series MVP. You can't, like, Howard, he won Utley, every start he had in that playoff run. But why, Everyone. We, we, we can't just look at 2008. We have to look at the body of the work. We have to look at how they had to bring in aces every single year after that to help with Cole Hamels because he wasn't a real ace. Like, there's n- like anyone can wear 35 again. Like, for oh, all, like, seriously. God, this is a, this no. is n- I, I this agree is a- that he is fourth of the four. There's no question about that. But no way. You have to put him all in. Dude, his number, his number should not be retired by the there's It's got to be all four. No way. It's got to be all four. No, it You're doesn't. Wrong. No, it doesn't. There's no way. There's absolutely no way Cole Hamels should have his number retired by this team. There's, there's That is a, that is a joke. <laughs> those three, <laughs> those three were actual greats. Like on a Hall of Fame track if injuries don't happen, and they were the key cogs to 2008. Look, they were the they three most also carried on, but but not to 2008. In 2008, Hamels was just as important as anyone but Utley. Ah, uh, so we'll put so, so so why is Alec Bohm wearing Worth's number? I mean, Worth batted 444. But Hamels was here a lot longer. I mean, Hamels was here longer than any of them. Hamels is Rollins, not an, I think. Hamels. They had to bring in Lee and Halliday. Like they, they didn't they, they have to. They in those chose guys. to, and it didn't work because he was because Hamels was never an ace. 
He certainly was an ace in 2008. He was an ace. I get it. I get it. They won the World they Series. The World like Nick Foles was Super Bowl MVP. I got it. Yes. I got it. I just, don't, I just don't think we have to. Except Campbell's had a much longer and more storied career than. than yeah. I, again, I just think I think we overrate this whole championship thing. You know, I'm a I'm a body of work guy, and those three guys were actual greats. Cole Hamels is not an actual. Great. All right. What else? There's what no else, way. There's no way got? his. There's no way his number should be retired. And if there is, uh, I'm going to be a one man riot down down. Good. I'll I'll take you <laughs> on the other way. It'll be it'll it'll be a podcast divided. I just don't like whatever. All right. Um, another thing. Uh, I appreciate what NBC Sports Philly is doing with the whole take me out to the ball game uh, thing they're doing. Have you seen this commercial, James? No. Really? Really? Okay. Well, they're doing this thing where they're where they're they have I don't know team employees or fans or whatever saying take me out to the ball game. Oh, I don't pay attention during commercials. Also, I watch yeah. on on streaming, so maybe it's different commercials potentially. Maybe, but I would just like I, I hate when people mess up. Like I hate when people mess up the fight song. You know, the, I think people mess up the Eagles fight song all the they time. Do. But but people are also messing. They, they 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 put this commercial on where they mess up. Take me out to the ball game, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but it goes but it goes. Uh, and I don't care if I ever get back for its root, right? Correct. And it's I don't I don't care if I ever get back, right? Yes. That's that's the lyrics. Correct. Well, in this commercial, they have I don't care if I never get back, and that's just wrong. It's wrong. And if we're gonna be a, a serious baseball team, can we get take me out take me out to the ball game to be right? Sure. I think this is a uh, a righteous gripe. I suppose maybe a little um, nitpicky. But I like it. I think it's fair. I don't think it's. I think, the, I think, I think it's... the bigger question is: is you have a commercial, so why wouldn't you just edit it and tell them to say it right? Take me out to the ball game has been around for I don't know a thousand years at this point. Like, oh, it actually is my... never get back. I just looked it up. It's never get back. Oh wow, Jack. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. I just it's looked not. it up. No, it's not. It, I don't care if I ever get back to Old Richard. It's not. I don't care if I never get back. I don't care if I never get back. Le- yeah. It's no, a, you've never said that in your life. You've never, you've that's never said that. That's, in your life. Yeah, no, that sounds right. Now, that I, I think I, I went with you because you were so, no. so forceful. No. no, I think, I think you're still mad about the Hamels. <laughs> um, <laughs> Here, let me check another it, source. That was Wikipedia. I don't care if I. Well, Wikipedia always lies, even though it got me through my high school. Uh, no, it's never get back. This is. Uh, Have you ever sang "Never Get Back"? I I had to think about it. I don't care if I never get back. Yeah, it's definitely never. Jack, you blew this. This is embarrassing. Are you embarrassed? <laughs> All right, what else you got? Oh uh, man, my mic was muted for that. That was a that was a good burn by me. Um, so oh, did people not should... hear it? And I, I get to, they hear my reaction to it because that's funny too. Yes, yeah. nice. Yes, dang! Just when I was getting the hang of this. Anyway, what I said was that real baseball fans sing "Ever Get yeah. Back," not "Never Get Back." Um, and I went but, but, ah. Yes, in your in your way. <laughs> Uh, I think they're wasting a bright. 
I think they're wasting a Bryce Harper season, but whatever. And uh, we're five we're five ratings and reviews away from 700. Ah. I have no special prize for 700, but I just would be very excited Do it for when Jack. I see 700. Yes, please. It it really does mean a lot to him. So please do it for Jack, and and even if it requires, you know, um, using your parents' computer to fill out a review and, and do it in their name, even if it requires you getting your girlfriend or boyfriend to do it in their name, um, we don't care. We'll take it. You know, five star reviews. We're happy, right, Jack? Correct. Yeah, and, we'll take whatever uh, we can get, fun. however we can get it. That's that's basically and, what we're saying. High Hops is in the process of, uh, I would say within a month from now, it'll be in cans Boom. in That's Pounders. So actually big news right there. So we can uh, drink our sorrows away while we watch this baseball team. Oh, buddy. Um, all right. Well, we'll talk Sunday. Uh, let's hope that uh, maybe they'll sweep the Mets and we'll be all back in and it'll be super exciting. Do you think that's going to happen, Jack? No. All right. <laughs> Me neither. All right. Uh, enjoy the rest of your vacation, buddy. Uh, well, I got Spencer <laughs> Howard tomorrow night. So. <laughs> well, never mind then. All right. Yeah, we'll uh, be fine. We'll, we'll talk to you guys on Sunday. He's for some South Tea. See you later. <laughs>